0: Theyeshiva.net. Good everybody. good morning I wanna I wanna welcome Reb Label Brown here. Sunish Pashat. We hear you always, but we don't see you. I wanna welcome we have with us the Rosh Yeshiva of Skoki, the Yeshiva of the Skokie Yeshiva. Haggarner, B'vrom Friedman Schlitter, Chicago Skokie Yeshiva is one of the very prominent yeshivas of Chicago and the United States of America. We're well, well. honored to have the Rosh Yeshiva here with us, and uh, <coughs> we have some valedictorians from uh, Kiryas Yoyo, Monroe. We want to welcome them. And everybody in between. So it's Mahmash Kanskla Yisrael. And everybody else, of course. I want to thank Reb Aaron. Who writes every day an outline of the Sheer in English. And he posts it on the Yeshiva.net, on the video page of the Shir. So, if you ever want to remind yourself, he writes every day an English outline of all the discussions, almost every day. Thank you, to Baruch, and Reb Engel writes every day a transcript in Hebrew of the She'er. He actually started because there's a Jew in Eretz Israel who listens or watches, and they don't understand the perfect English, so he wrote it up for them in Hebrew. So when I found out, I said, maybe he could post it. So now it's posted every day on the yeshiva.net, a transcript <coughs> of the shi'er in lashon Kodesh in Hebrew. Of Yiddish stuff, men We have English and in Hebrew, so uh, so I want to thank both of them. I want to thank both of them. That's why he sits here with a laptop. You shouldn't be cheshed. That he's selling stocks or buying stocks. Oh, <laughs> halavai. Or, <laughs> or surfing the web. V'chuli v'chuli. He's pushing writing. He's buying the real stocks. Huh? Yeah. <coughs> he's buying the real stock and he's selling the real stock. Tait is the best as like the Baba used to say. Maybe you could do the Yiddish. So I want to thank them both. <coughs> One more thing. Tomorrow morning, I'm not here because I'm in Toronto tonight. So tomorrow morning, I'm not here. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, <laughs> since Shabbos is the 25th yard site of the Labavitcher Rebbe. <coughs> so tomorrow night, we're having here in the tent a big gathering of Chizuk and of Abrengen with myself and Rabbi uh, Dovber Pinson with food and, 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 and music right here, right here, 20. Men and women will be a machitza for women and children. Everybody's invited. All community's invited. 7.30 p.m. Everybody's invited. The back here, where I give the women's class. That's tomorrow night, Thursday night. Kulam Muzmanim. Okay. But tomorrow morning, please tell the Chevra that there's no shear, okay? Because I'm in Toronto. So we'll continue. So, Today is Wednesday. Monday we explored the ava from Mamala Kalman. I hope you still remember the love of the self, the ultimate the ultimate self. And yesterday, Tuesday, parshas k'orach of tashivim, we tried to touch. I don't want to say explored, but we tried to touch the ava of that ava rooted in seif of which is rooted in the essence. Beyond just the expression, the expression and the uh, (coughs) condensement of the energy that allows for the self to emerge. And it's a much, it's a whole different magnitude, a magnitude of love. So now let's go back inside. Now these are, I just have to say the obvious. These are very deep concepts. They're not always easy to grasp because it's a it's a certain way of thinking of of adjusting your mind of, of tuning into it. So it's important to uh, to review it to chazer it to internalize it to think about it to be zich, like he always says to be zich to be zich in it. Sometimes you have to hear something a few times. <laughs> I had the privilege of learning the Kodesh Torah for many years before I gave the Shear. <clears throat> So there was a Yid once who said, he says, it's always mamale mit it's, it's always the zelbe zach, I mean, mamale, weiter soiviv. I said, my feeling is punktakert. How much he talks about soiv, I want him to, to say more. He says, zagmer. It's always, as much as he talks about mamale, say more, say more. Every time he reveals something, mamale, soiv, and I zagmer, zagmer. Because it's really, uh, yeah, very good. Okay. For those who are listening virtually, i just described that Mickey Mantle's ability was not just to take a ball and a stick, and to take the stick and to hit the ball. That's not how you describe baseball, right? <laughs> There's much more, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, don't uh these things need chazorah and his baininess and internalization and personalization. The most important application, you know, is chachmat is binat, is das. Okay, so right inside, 84, on top it says shlach. The line starts it's that's probably 15 lines from the bottom. This The uniqueness of this love is no other love will ever cancel it out. Mamala Kalalman is an ava that consciously could be canceled out by other loves. You know, I'm crazy about you today. I'm crazy about other things tomorrow. We see it all the time in human relationships. How many people get married? And if you tell them, are you in love? Oh, we fell in love. The problem is you fell in love. You didn't climb in love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you fell in love. You got to climb in love. But by definition, what, I'm just giving this as a martial, what's the gather of mamale? I feel it. That's what makes it mamale. W- what is mamale? What did we explain, right? It's that which I feel, which I experience. It makes me me. It's the chiyos, the life that I can recognize. It's, it's the water that becomes identified by the cup and not as two separate things. But that's, that's my electricity. I call it my own. That's why you can even deny that it comes from the source of Hashem. Why are there so much atheism in the world? Because the electricity of the body is so one with the body, they could say there's nothing else. There's just a machine there with electricity. And when you die, it's just the electricity is gone, and then you become fodder for the worms. Even though it's all dvar Hashem, it's a neshama, it's a spiritual chayas. But it's so, the mamale is so successful, it's so successful that you can already detach it from its source. That's how effective, that's how internalized it is within within the vessel. So it's all about my experience of it. And because it's about my experience of it, when there's no experience, or when there's opposite experiences, it can cancel out the love consciously. The Avav Soiviv, he says, no other love in the world will ever be able to obliterate it. Because it's not rooted on how much you experience consciously. It's rooted in the essential relationship of oneness that is actually beyond your conscious brain and your conscious ego and your conscious experience. He says, nothing can change it. And I think we see this mamash in a relationship. Again, I'm just giving a marshal to be able to apply it more. If I want to say, there's a marriage or a relationship that's only mamale, it's missing servov. What's pshat? In other words, the reason we're connected is because I feel the connection. The problem is, in three years, you may not feel the connection. There may be other connections that come into your life. There may be other things going on. And what often happens is, it's like, we don't feel anymore and it's time to move on. And this happens constantly in the world. Constantly. What's soiv of, of kalam? means that there's a relationship that's deeper than I. To call, say it in simple English, it's an unwavering commitment to the sacredness of the marriage institution. It's an unwavering commitment to the value of the relationship, the value of a marriage, to, to the value of a family. It's, it's a, it's, of course I want to feel it, I want to enjoy it, it's very important, but Malik is important. But the point is that there's something that transcends my experience of the marriage. Can you have that? When one doesn't have that, the marriage is much more vulnerable. You fall in love and you fall out. You fall in, you fall out. You fall in, you fall out. And we see it constantly, all the time. What holds it is something that will not be canceled. Okay, so you're not experiencing. So you're going through a a a rough uh, patch. Yeah, there's, there's some struggles that have to be done sometimes it's 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 unbearable sometimes it's a very serious or difficult situation you know there is a concept of uh, a marriage not working out we all understand it but i'm saying every marriage or so many marriages go through some very very difficult patches for whatever reason whether it's him or her or both of them together or usually the dynamics it's not even him or her it's just the dynamics the way they the space in which the interplay has to happen so even in a in the human metaphor we can understand these two this difference on this, the Pesach says, The multitudes of waters, raging waters, cannot extinguish love. Why not? If you have a fire burning, it could be a huge fire, but if you have Mayim rabim, it's going to extinguish the flame. The pshat is... Yeah. Here the Oasis. Since it's not an Ava that is enclosed in a vessel, it's not contained. The Ava of Malak what's its inyin, what's its definition? That it's Melubish and Akeli. It's enclosed in a vessel, in my vessel. That's its beauty, that's its power. It's the love of ultimate self, which is aligned with the true self, with Hashem. The way his energy is manifested in a keli. Because it's defined by a keli, it can also be eclipsed, or it can be cancelled, or it can be repressed, or it can be, or it can be challenged, or it can be replaced. But the Avim, it's of Kalaman, is not malubish in a keli. Because it's not malubish in a keli, the fact that the keli gets dirty will not cancel out the love. What allows me to experience mamali is my experience of it. And therefore, if my experience becomes tainted or tarnished, or something ha- can happen, it can spit out the water, it can it, it can expel it. I'm not a Kaylee for you anymore. You know, sometimes different things happen. I'm not feeling it, I'm not containing it anymore. But if it's not defined by the kelly, so therefore, the kelly also won't be a contradiction to it. It won't, it won't destroy it, it won't obliterate it. And there's nobody who doesn't have this love. Every single person, the lufum delay, according to the sheer has this love. You can ask what's the lufum shiurah delay. If it's mamale I understand it's lufum shiurah delay because it's based on the keli. If it's soiviv, what's the lufum shiurah delay? It's cheslakin sheer The whole innian is that it's soiviv is everywhere brshava. <laughs> It's interesting. Even Saiviv, he says, Every person according to his own sheer. I guess. On the subconscious level? You see that Saiv has some kind of, uh, Saiv, <laughs> the but here he says, <laughs> The Pshat is, mm-hmm. we spoke yesterday, yesterday's Mamala, yesterday's soivah becomes today's mamale. I told you from the British of about emunah, right? The Mashiach comes also be emunah. Today's emuna becomes tomorrow's knowledge. And tomorrow's, and the emunah tomorrow is much deeper. And then the next day, that becomes yodiyah. So that's the lafum shura delay. In other words, somebody's for for what one for what by one person is soiviv is by another person mamale. Rel, yeah, relative to a person has different kalim. Yeah, you can't compare a cup of seven ounces to a gallon, to a, to to a keli of a hundred gallons. So that's one Akudah. Ah, huh? then they sound so different, than now you're saying one becomes the other one. Is it accurate to say that? But Lachayda, here he's saying more than that because he's saying everyone from Shur Delay has this Av. He's talking about this Av itself. Yeah, but Lachayda, what he means is from Shur Delay is not Be'etzim, how much access there is to it, how much it's manifested, how much it's revealed. Lachayda, that's the kavana. Yeah. So is something that I can, I can accept, but I can't really understand. Once I start understanding or tapping into it more, then it, be, then, then it becomes mamala because that's now, now yeah. it's contained now. Yeah, me, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes an idea, you hear it, you heard it five years ago, it went right over you. Five years later, you get it. You needed much more experience. You needed more maturity. You had to go through another couple of things in life. And then you say, you know what? Five years ago, he told that to me. <laughs> it was like, ooh, right over me. Because everyone hears things from where they are. Sometimes you can, the Gemara says in Avoy Dezorah, We learned it in V'yadayta, right? It could take 40 years for you to understand your Rebbe. 40 years. You're learning, you're sitting 40 years. <laughs> 40 years later, ah. Not that you didn't understand anything, you understood. But you didn't understand what he was really saying. So sometimes you can hear something for 40 years, 40 years later you go back to what you heard 40 years ago, and you get a whole different understanding of it. And it's not because he didn't try to understand. It was just, ah, ah, How much you were open to, how much you were capable of understanding. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Is I'm saying, but something is 40 years later. Atkadekach. It sounds like. You have to replace it. You have to replace it. Also, of course, of course. I was talking earlier about relationship When there's challenges, the challenges are for me. i the man that I'm not the subject. So, like, there's challenges going on and someone can grab something, then that's a good thing. Yeah. There was a chassid of the Balatanya. He was the Rav of Chernigov. Chernigov was a very famous city in the Ukraine. His name was Reperetschen. He was a child, still by the Balatanya, but he was a very well-known uh, Rav, a big gone. The gone. family, A lot of the Khain families are di- di- from the dynasty of Reperetschen, Chernigov. So he once described this vort here. He said in Yiddish, which is just a, an expression. Darton... Darten v'u Edelkite I don't remember verbatim, but the Teichem was this. Darten v'u Edelkeit is nishkin keili is grappkeit nishkin stida. V'u is nishkin keli is nishkin stida. Meaning, where refinement doesn't make you into a vessel, the antithesis of refinement doesn't turn you into a contradiction. Mamalikalauman, if the Kaylee is damaged, if there's no (laughs) Kaylee, there's no air, there's no light. It's like the refrigerator can't channel the electricity. If something is broken, it's just not, the, the, the life is not coming through. The definition of it is that I get it. And if I'm not in a position of getting it, it's not here. If a student is sitting at the shear and he's exhausted or overwhelmed or stressed or, or ADD mode, or ADHD mode, it's not coming into him. It's not, I'm not going away with anything. You spoke, but I didn't hear what you said. So it's all about the Kaylee. And therefore, it can get, it can get washed up, it can get destroyed, it can get cancelled. Mayim Rabim could extinguish the love. But the Ava that's rooted in Saiviv, it's not like I'm a keli for it. <laughs> the I is not a Kaylee for it, cause Saiviv is that, which transcends completely the I. The reason there's an I is only because of mamale. Elamai, it's because of a relationship that transcends that I. So Mela, where the I, even the most perfect I, is not a vessel, it's also not a contradiction if it's compromised. So Mela mayim rabim o yuchulich And everyone has this av. Never doubt it. Kedixiv, this is what the says, the passage in Yeshay of Amach Kulom Tzadikim, that's every single Jew, what do we mean Tzadikim? That he's he or she is rooted, has this Ava. Uksiv, the passage says in Bereshav. bris uksiv ki bris oilam. The passage says in Bereshav. Shem tells Avram it's going to be, there's going to be an, a sign of a covenant, a bris. Beiniyu beineichem, between you and me. And in Shmois kisisa. About Shabbos, ki ois be bris olim, a bris olim. What's that bris? It's an eternal covenant that nothing can ever obliterate, can destroy. Peter sh ois bris who pchines av azum ibchines seiv of kolam sheein a mislabeshes b'toychichem rak she omedes aleichem ibchines makiv be nio be This love of seiv of kolalman from Hashem to the Jew and the Jew to Hashem. It's never manifested in you and therefore defined by your limitations. And therefore your weaknesses will not define it, just like your strengths will not capture it. So even in a weak moment or even when I'm feeling other stuff, that relationship completely remains intact because it's a bris oylem. And it's not malubish in you, so therefore it's not vulnerable to your own vicissitudes. Tell Isaac what that is. Thank you. Mishagasin. But vicissitude sounds more sophisticated than Mishagasin. Oh, Why does that make it. I'm sorry? No, in other words, I think what he means is that there's a akudah. There's a akudah of the. Tz- <laughs> yeah, so to speak, yeah. And that's why he says, Be'niyo Be'nechem. Be'niyo Be'nechem is like, it's the space between you and me. It's that space between you and me. It's not internalized by you in a way that you own it in the sense that you can also disown it. <laughs> you know, when I own something, I can also disown it. I can... When, when I own it, it's beautiful, <laughs> until I don't own it anymore. But so if I don't own it, it owns me. <laughs> so I can't disown it. <laughs> and it will not disown me. <laughs> Sorry. It will not disown me. The yeah. That's what we're gonna say now. You can you have to own the hachana. You have to open yourself up to it. But the mayim Rab no say, but I'm not in the mood and I don't believe and I'm not connected. The I that you identify with is not connected. Okay. The I that you identify with is not connected. Fine. That's how you have to say it. That's the right language. Don't say I'm not connected. The I that I identify with at this moment doesn't feel it's connected. Say it. That's yeah. That's also reality. It's a reality. It's 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 a certain prism of reality, which 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 is legitimate. It's not that that's also part of it. At the same time, it's uh, not reality. It's like an idea. Realm of ideas. There is a realm of ideas. Ventures very often. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, coming down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a realm of love. You're, You're not going you to be You know, if you want to get the balance, balance of love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, sound like the practicality is understanding that it's there. Yeah. Is that also knowledge, though? Once you understand that it's there, it's the phenomenon. I guess that aspect is, but 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 the nekudah is soivah, and 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 part of the experience of the Jewish soul is this av, as he says, lefum delay. But that's part. That also becomes mamale, though, No. no. <coughs> the fact that somebody else's soivah becomes your mamale—that's true. Or yesterday's soivah becomes today's mamale, true. But there's always a nekudah that's beyond that. That's beyond that. It's Because it's infinite, yeah. comes good. Translate, translate what I said. That's the reason that the primary title for Hashem among our sages is HaKadosh Baruch And usually not other names, or or kinuyim are like pseudonames, different titles. Kigoyin, for example. There's other names. You have a Lekim, you have a lakai, you have shindalad you have Tzvokos, you have Ekim, you have a lot of different names, right? Shiv and Hashem in halacha, seven names that we're not allowed to raise. But then there's kinuyim. Kinuyim are expressions like Rachom, Vachanon, Rav Chesed, Erech Different expressions. Hashem, Kel, Rachom, Vachanon. These are called kinuyim, huh? So of course they use it, but usually the name is a Hu. Why? All the names and the kinuyim are basically descriptions of his havus, of creation, of the type of activity that is coming from Hashem, that is being generated by Hashem. Afilu Shema Vaya. Even the name that's known as the Sheim HaMeforish, the Sheim HaEtzim, the Sheim HaMeuchet—that's how the Poskim call it. Sheim HaEtzim, Sheim HaMeforish, Sheim HaMeuchet, and Masechta Shvuas. And in Rambam Hilchus, you said Yatira. Even Sheim Havaya, who al Sheim Sheimahave Meayinliya, is also Havaya Yutke Vavke. Is the concept of Yud hei and then Vav and Hey is Yahave? The word Hoiva, which is is. Haya, Hoyveh, Yiyeh, right? It's all existence. His havos is being. To be is called His Havos. Havai is that which brings everything into being from a state of Ayin, from nothingness into a state of Yesh. Ex nihilo. So certainly all the other names, whether it's Rachum or Hanan or Elakim, whatever it is, Shemus or Kinuyim, are all denoting or capturing a certain activity that is gener- being generated from him. In other words, it's all in the B'china of Mamale Masha'enkin, Sheim Kaddish, but the name Kaddish, HaKaddish, what does the word Kaddish mean? Meira al This denotes, Atsmusa, Atsmusa means the essence. Shehu Kaddish Because the only thing you could say about it is that it's beyond. And that's what Kaddish really means. Kaddish means that whatever it is, it's beyond. Kaddish means Something beyond. In other words, ah, huh? separate. Separate. I didn't want to use the word separate. Beyond. Because it's not separate. Separate as separate. Separate in the sense that any definition of it is not capturing it, but not separate in the sense that it's somewhere, you know, in, in, in Mars. Fakert. Because of this, there's no place that it doesn't fill. Because there's no contradiction to it. So it's, it's the closest thing also. It's not limited or defined or condensed in the parameters of each universe and its chemistry. All the other names represent the detailed flow of energy of this person or this experience. Even Havaya represents his So it's everything. It's Shema Etzem, it's Shema Maverge. But it's the whole Havos. It's not it's not an individual detail, but it's the whole concept of ishavus, which is basically the concretization of reality in terms of a separate identity. But Hakadosh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they wanted to use that name because that represents what we're calling save of Kalam. It's Kadosh Amuvdal. and it's interesting in Yiddish, the Balshemtiv and his Talmidim. The name, the main name they used to use is for Hashem was the Abishta. the e-bishter. This There's Riboynu Shalolam, there's Bashefer, right? There's of course Hashem, but they would always say, the, "What's the definition of Abishta? Abish What does Ebrister mean?" <laughs> the higher. So, what are you saying? Basically, wherever wherever you are, it's the higher. The Eibister, wherever you are, it's the higher. That's what, that's what Kaddish means. Kaddish means, wherever you are, it's something deeper. It's something beyond. V'Kaddish Baruch Hu. But they then they added the words Baruch Hu. They could have just said Hakaddish. Hakaddish Baruch Hu. In other words, Ain Seif Hameslabbish Toich Zeid Anpin Deiu Vegarmoyichat. It's not the Pesach Kaddish that remains aloof, separate. Baruch baruchu is the way the kadesh ultimately is mislabish and produces mamalakalam and remember it's all really one thing we 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 talk about it in two things Baruch so, Hu, baruchu baruchu means like the mishnah says hamavrechas hagefen baruch is when something is drawn down when something is is brought like when you uh, MaVriches hagefen is when you uh ah uh, it's not graft. There's another word for it. Uh, huh? Draw. draw. When you draw it, it, Graft, you graft it into another tree. Drawing is I draw a part of it. I put it in the earth because I want the sapling to grow. You have in modern Hebrew brecha. Brecha is a pool which draws from a source of water, whether it's a well or 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 a brook. They so call it brecha. Bruch is always to draw something down. When you say... Somebody gives a bracha, What's the, what, why are you giving a bracha, what are you trying to do? So the concept of a bracha is, and that's why there, there's a person who can give a bracha, I mean, every person can give a bracha, but there's, there's brachas and there's brachas, but the real bracha is the ability to be able to see into your potential and draw forth from your own reservoir of energy, draw it forth, actualize it. Yaakov puts his right hand on Ephraim. So Yosef says, put your right hand on Menashe, he's older. So Yaakov says, no, Ephraim is greater, he needs the right hand. Yosef could have told Yaakov, bless Menashe with whatever you're going to bless Ephraim, and let him get the right hand. The answer is, a bracha can't create a new person. I can't reinvent you. I can help bring out who you are. What you have in your source, we can actualize. Menashe is not Ephraim, Ephraim is not Menashe. Menashe has his own destiny. So baruch is always to bring it forth. Ha-Kadosh Baruch baruchu, is the synthesis between that which is kaddish and muvdal, that which is always beyond and not grasped by the eye, even the highest eye, the spiritual eye, because it's pre-, pre- the restriction of mamaleh, and yet that's baruchu, that it's enclosed. Tayyikhzad, the is an expression in Zoyar, he and his midness are one. I'm saying when something is communicated to a new place, to a lower place, it's called bracha. The love that comes from this is also called kedusha. Kedusha is feminine. The ava that I experience, that you experience from Seyv of is always called kedusha. Kedusha is the feminine element of kaddish. In other words, when you're experiencing the flow of kadush. So that is Kedusha. al Hashem tells Khave, your chukah, your desire, your craving will be to your husband. The Kedusha, which is receiving and yearns for the oneness with Qaddush. Vinepchin is This love of the Jew, which is called the Aisbris, the eternal covenant between you and I, nabal is there's no way it can be revealed. Eli, they krisas arla only by cutting off the foreskin, hachayfeves which covers up chuli, etc. He doesn't want to specify, mamish, what it covers up, but the point is, it's covering up. In other words, you have to appreciate the nechuda that Hashem makes a bris with Avram. Why does a bris have to have circumcision involved? Make a covenant. Why do, we, why do you have to cut something? He says, because as long as there's a foreskin, then Arla, we're going to explain what that means. It blocks any ability to have some form of experience or revelation of this Ava. Kamay Pasuk says, you should circumcise the foreskin of your heart. There's two Arla's. There's the Arla, that we have a bris for. But there's a different type of arla. It's arlas lavathchem. And the two arlas are connected. The heart sometimes has a foreskin. And the foreskin blocks it. It covers it. It's like a mechitza. You have no access to the heart. So the bris is there essential. But in order to experience the bris, you have to be able to open up the channels. So you have to be able... To have the foreskin. That's why, even though you can't create this bris, and you can't undermine it, you can't cancel it, but the preparation for it, that's up to you. The real word "arla" is not just it's stuffed. Usually, we say "arla" means something is plugged. stopped item," it's plugged. So the real word of "arla" is a cover up. Because the problem is not that it's not stuffed. It's not stuffed. It's pure. It's good. There's no plumbing problem. The problem is there's a cover-up. So you have no access to it. So the Arla is the foreskin that covers and doesn't allow the source to come out. There's a mime from the Balatanya, Tovkov Samach Vav. He said it at a bris of his grandson, great-grandson, the Samach Tzedek son, Baruch Shalom. So there's a mime. So he said then, that uh, very interesting idea, the Rebbeinu Shalala made, that the place of the bris is also the part of the body through which a person can procreate. That's the place of the source of life, the tipper, the seed of life. The sperm comes from that place. But we're also created with an arlo, with a foreskin. What does this represent spiritually? The the source of life of everything is divine. But in life, in the world, there's an Arla. There's a cosmic foreskin that doesn't allow us to have access to that source of life. What the bris does is, is not just a particular circumcision of a child. It allows the child to be able, it removes the foreskin, allowing the child to be able to access the source of life's energy with less cover-ups. So when we remove that individual Arla, you're also on a micro, uh, on a micro level, you're removing the macro Arla. Because everything is a reflection. You're opening up channels in this child's soul and in the world to be able to be aligned with your own source of life. <laughs> That's what Yehoshua said when they came into Eretz Israel. He said, it's time for a, a second mila. Yeah. who? what's this, what's this Arlus Halev that blocks the Ava of Sev of Kalam? For who? Ava Ra. Ava Ra shouldn't be translated as evil love, because you're not gonna chop what he means. I told you many times, the word Ra in Larsen Kaidars doesn't begin with evil. The word Ra means broken. In Babakama you have koysel ra'uah. What's a koysel ra'uah? A weak wall, a broken wall. In Kohelis you have ra'isi kolma nasa taches ha'shemesh v'him hevel uru'us ruach. Ruus ruach means it's fragmented, it's broken. Everybody is whole. You are whole. When are you whole? When you're part of the whole. When you separate yourself from the whole... Right? There was a big birthday cake here yesterday. It's a whole cake. When somebody takes off a piece, now you say, well, I guess you have to if you want to eat it. But it's fragmented. When I detach myself from the whole, that's called Ra. Now I'm broken. Whenever a person feels broken, that's a state of Ra. Because it's not true. You're not broken. You're always one with the whole. But when I experience myself not as one with the whole, when I experience myself as separate, fragmented, broken, that's the source of Ra. When we speak about Ra in the most severe term, it's the ultimate result of being broken. It's the ultimate result of being separated. When somebody, for example, harms another person, (laughs) the worst sin, murder, what is that? It's the ultimate sense of brokenness. You completely don't recognize your oneness with another person. You could take their life. You completely don't recognize your oneness with a higher reality. All these types of things. So the question is how broken? But all Ra begins with a sense of, of brokenness. And therefore, Avira means a broken love. What's Pshat broken love? A love that doesn't bring you back to your wholeness. There's two types of loves in the world. There's a love that promotes your wholeness, and there's a love that promotes your brokenness. You know, just like in, say, uh, in, in, in people's relationships, you'll say the reason you you love this person is because it's feeding into your toxicity. In other words, it's dysfunctional. And at some point it's gonna plot because it's not bringing you closer to who you really wanna be and to who you are. On the contrary. That's called all avasuras. He says, avara, but b'nei binayadam. Sometimes a person falls in love with all different types of pleasures, even though it may be permissible, it's not forbidden, but the person becomes so passionate and so overtaken by their cravings to some, tor- some form of worldly delight and pleasure, and what that is, is that dulls your ability to experience your true wholeness, it says in Tehillim, meaning you should eat with the toil of your hands. You to your hands. You have to work with your hands, or with your feet, or other external organs. Don't allow your whole heart to be captured by the stress of the office. You have to be in the office with your hands, with your feet, (laughs) with Eivarim Achitzayinam. But don't let it hijack you to the point that you become obsessed with things and that doesn't allow you to remain aligned. What often happens in life is a person becomes so overwhelmed with such a passion. A person needs things from the world. You have to live. And live in a good way. But when he says the person becomes overwhelmed with this tremendous passion and his slavos... So this fire of taiva is the arla, it's the foreskin that covers up the true love that you have in your, in, in your soul. It eclipses it. Even those who are by nature cold-blooded, like bookworms. Yoshua is people who love intellect. They like to sit and read. They're usually less social. They're usually less warm. As In other words, they're brainy. They're very brainy, so they're not so emotional. They're not so such people's people's people. They like to sit themselves and read. They're they're knowledge knowledge uh, junkies. So they're much colder. They don't do. They don't get excited so much. They're more intellectual. They're more cerebral. More cerebral. Yeah, that could be, yeah. So he says, <laughs> spiritually, that's pshat if you're born circumcised. <laughs> There's people we know that are born after a bris. I have an uncle, my father's brother, who was born on Zion Adar, and he was born circumcised. Full bris when he was born. Zion Adar, when Moshe was born. The Gemara says Moshe was noil moho. In sight of ateru aysuki taivu shnoilad mol. Stop! I'm telling you, I'm a So the Baltein says, "What's that noilad mol?" Some people are born with less taiva. Some people are born and their disposition is molly taiva. In other words, a lot of arla there, a lot of cover-ups. It's very easy. Some people are not. They're born with a more uh, fine disposition, more edel disposition. It's not easy for them to get overwhelmed. And gluttonous. They're not the addiction type. You know what I mean? They're less passionate. They're just less, pa- but everything, they're less passionate. It's different types. It's called noilad de So he says, "Afa dambris. <laughs> the halach is, if somebody's born mol, you, they don't get over the hook. You have to do, ha tough dam. You got to prick. You have to still allow the dambris. Why? Vosashlecht. You don't have a Noila. So he says, Even if you are that mole, so the Arla may not be as passionate. You're not the addictive type. But ultimately, if a person doesn't work on themselves to live a life of connection with truth, so then the various pleasures, even though it's sarhi gufa, it's not evil things. We're not talking about evil, bad addictions. It's the regular day to day. Could be eating supper, but when a person eats supper, they can forget the pnimiyus of the world. It's such gluttony, you know. It's called in Yiddish zoyfen. You know what zoyfen is, huh? Zoyl of a saiva, yeah, uh, yeah. Fressing, it's Alz kosher. You went, you went to fireside, wherever, huh? Yeah, the drinking, the in other words. It's mahadrim in a mahadrim. It's Rabbi Lando's hechshe. Huh? Rabbi Lando's But it's not the nekude. The nekude is that moment, the anoid mulvada, it can't be felt. You're in a different place. You're, you you fall into an Arla. The saviv is not going to go away. It's there. But you know how when you eat a heavy meal and you can't breathe for a few hours, you can't feel emotions? Yeah? You, you know what I'm talking about? Guy goes to a restaurant, he eats nine courses. He comes out. You want to call the chevre kaddisha? He barely can breathe. He says, "Ah, that was a good suddah," because I can't breathe. And for three hours, there's nobody home. You can't. There's no emotion because you, you're stuffed. Over there, Arlo's takeloshen item. You're stuffed up. But what 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 just happened? What happened was you you went out of your zone. you you're not in the zone of oneness. You're and there was a reason for it. You had a void. <laughs> there's a reason we're gluttonous. We're not we're, there's a reason we go to addiction. People are not we have a void and I have to fill that void. And I fill it this one through drinking, and this one through websites, and this one through food, and this one through other things. Why do I have a void? Cuz I feel broken. Cuz I'm in a state of ra. I'm broken. If I would feel whole, I may have pain, but not a void. Void means there's an emptiness, there's a hole. Why do you have a hole? I'm broken. I have a hole because I'm not whole. I have a hole with H-O-L-E because I'm not whole. W-H-O-L-E. Because I'm missing the W, the we. Huh? I didn't say weed, I said we. Yeah. Atazoi. To challenge the dam, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, even though I'm born an adel, some people are just edel, they're more adel. You know what I mean, yeah? They're, he calls it noilad mol. <laughs> You're born mol, it's not just physically. You're born with a psah, that's why the bris with Avraham comes with a condition. You have to be Mal the Arla. Because the more a person is Mal the Arla, the more they can feel and experience the true Av of Sayyidah of Kalalman. It's there, but you may not have access to it because I am completely covered, fastopped and covered up, fadekt by my Arla. Yeah, the Arla is, is, is the, the, the the intensity of the taiva, the intensity of the passion. That's that's a broken passion. It's not a passion. A passion to Alakus, a passion to Emes, a passion to pnimius. those are the great passions. Those are passions that are part of your wholeness and promote wholeness. And then there's passions that are substitutes for that. It's always a question, if I'm going to the substitute, if I'm going to the core. Okay, my On this, the possek says in Mishlei, mitz cholov yoitzi chema. Vabru razal, bimia atom yoitzi chema shaltoi, bimia shaheki, shayonak. Ooh. There's a possek in Mishleh. this is a very powerful word. The possek says in Proverbs, Shlima Malach says, mitz cholov yoitzi chema. mitz apayim yoitzi dam. And I think Mitzkas Yoy riv. You ever made milk? You ever made butter for milk? Your mother ever made butter for milk? You saw? saw, saw, you saw? Yeah. In Samarkand you made butter out of milk, yeah. So the milk has to curdle, curdle into butter. It's a whole process. So the Pasuk says Mitzcholov. asme Mitz means to, uh, like, uh, mitzitsa. Yeah. yeah, the, the extract. Kvetching, also squeezing. The extract of milk, the squeezing of the milk, the processing of the milk will produce butter. Mitzapayim, when you squeeze your nose too hard, it will produce blood, a nosebleed. And he continues. I have to remember the end of the posse. Uh We don't have a mishle here, right? <laughs> And he says, and when ah, huh? No, 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 no. I'll take a look. I just want to read you the posuk. Yeah, sorry. Mitzchalov of Chema. Yeah. You squeeze the milk, you produce butter. Mitzaf, you squeeze the nose. Yoytzi Dam, you produce blood. Mitzapayim, Yoytzi Riv. No, no, not kapayim. Apayim is like when you get angry. Mitzapayim. The David says like this, the Mitzitzah, squeezing milk produces butter, squeezing the nose produces blood, and when a person gets angry, it usually, it creates a fight, it creates quarreling. Moitzitzah. Comes the Gemara in Brachas, Gimel, and says, what is Shleim Malik trying to tell you? Well, wh- where will you find the butter of Torah? Only somebody who spit out the milk that he nursed from his mother. That's what the Gemara says, you got to spit out the milk to find the butter. Where will you find the butter of Torah? Somebody who spit out the milk that he nursed from his mother. What does this mean? What does this mean? What's wrong with the milk that you nursed from your mother? So this is very heavy. The milk that milk we nursed from our mother is a metaphor For that which we internalize from day one. It's what your mother gave you. It's the milk that I live by. It's a metaphor for that which I'm comfortable with, that which I'm used to, that which has sustained me, which has given vitality. It's who I know, it's who I know myself to be. If you're not ready to spit out the milk of your mother, the chema, the, the, the schmaltz, yeah. I don't mean to mean milchiks and fleischiks, but the chem is the smetana, the best of the best, creme de la creme. This is the chem the putter. It's an aristocratic, royal, very rich food butter, right? A bagel mit putter, a bagel mit putter. We're gonna find the chemer shaltoira, only a person who was ready to spit out the milk of their mother. Meaning, what does it mean? It means in life independence and more than independence. The courage to be able to reevaluate everything about myself. The courage to be able to be ready to spit everything out. The courage to be able to say, I really didn't know. Where I really didn't figure it out. What often happens in life is the milk that I nursed for my mother, I will never spit out. This will become the the barometer the by which I measure everything. But the chemer shaltayra has to come, that's what the Gemara says, but me Medaf I don't want to use the word vomit. Huh? realize, yeah. Years later, yeah. years later. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy. I don't remember. It's the concept of chuva, but it's not we're not talking of chuva on our Veda. We're talking about that ability to be able to let go. Yeah, yeah, Shimon Ham Sunni, very good. Isn't a yeah, yeah, tremendous. So why do you say that he has to? He has to it It seems to be a majority of sense. He so he has to lower himself. You say he has to reduce himself. Yeah. That he's, is, he has to make himself with, with, Yeah. This process. It seems to me that I, I don't understand the concept that he's tuning the milk in order to make butter. It's, it's a keeper Is not it? Maybe I'm mistaken. Right, I'm not spinning out the milk because I want to get rid of the milk. It's because I want to, uh, what is it called, Churing, when it churning? Mean, churning, churning. I want it to turn it into butter. That's the point. The point is not the vomiting. The point, the, po- the transformation. The point is transformation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The lobster, no? Lobster and others... They want to grow, but they have a a shell, and you have to shed it. And it's very vulnerable when you shed it, because this is your protective mode. And the moment you shed it, you're open for prey. That's why I think they go under rocks, they do it under rocks, it's very interesting. But only then can you develop a new shell, which is much bigger, because your body is growing. And then the lobster gets irritated again, (laughs) and it sheds it again. And a new one grows. And that's how it is. So if I'm not ready to shed, but what what are we talking here about? Not inonim chitsoinim. The chalov Shanak m'shtayimah. In other words, the milk that made me grow. And when I was a child, that gave me life. That sustained me. And yet, if I want to get to the butter, I have to be able to say goodbye. Goodbye to that milk. What's the greatest obstacle for real transformation? My, ah. Huh? vulnerability uh, comfort zone and my real inability to ice spyin to I spy to spit out everything that for me was like everything this this is who I am this is this is how I'm known this is my reputation this is my resume this is how google knows me right yeah Of course, we're talking in a healthy way here. There's a very big difference. If you're doing it out of guilt or because you hate yourself, then we're not talking about that. That's another addiction. That's a spiritual addiction. Transformation. Yeah. yeah. Why did the Gemara use from everything chema? So he says v'inyan sham nunis the Chema is the Shamnunis, the, the smetana in Yiddish, the, the fatness, the cream that flows over the milk. It flows over the milk. <laughs> what the Gemara calls Chema Shaltar is the Ava of soyv of Kalaumen that's not mixed in the milk. It flows above the milk. Because it's not melubish in the keli, That's the chema. The chema is that choicy part that flows above. Because it's not limited by the keli. How can you find the chema of Torah? The chema of Torah is the shamnunius of Torah. The, 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 the smetana of Torah. That flows above the milk. And Torah is compared to milk, but it flows even above the milk. He says, for this, I have to be able to spit out... The Chal of Shayonak That's the Arla. Sometimes that milk becomes my Arla, becomes my uh, my trap. I I was noyad Mahul, I was no Noyad Lafdubris. It's only that tough as Because it's all of the cover in other words, every single cover up in life. Anything that's happening in your life that's covering something, that's blocking truth, becomes an Arla. And it doesn't allow you to experience the bris oilam in a genuine way. If you want the chema, I have to be able to challenge even those things that are not bad. It's the milk of my mother. But the milk of my mother is entrenched very deep into me. And that's a metaphor, of course. Huh? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the milk. That's the milk. Why? Not because it's not there. The chem is there. It's there, but it flows above the milk. You want to transform it, churning it into chema. That's a whole new process, and that process requires from the person to be able to look at their life and to challenge and prick through all the foreskins that cover up that which is in the penimias, And Bemela, a person has to be able to challenge it. A person has to be able to discipline himself in it. Because whenever it exists, it will create a blockage. And if it creates a blockage, the person will not be able to become one with that Pneumius. So you could look through your own life, I could look through my own life. You look at your schedule. And you see, where are those foreskins in my life? Where are those Arlos? When do they take over? Because if you can master them, if you can master those arlas and you could remove them at least somewhat, what happens is it allows you to become the true person you are. Not only mamale, he's talking here, even the yinofseivov. Okay. Please remember, tomorrow morning there's no shear. <coughs> And tomorrow night we have a big fabrangin in the tent. Have a wonderful day. A good choydush, everybody. We're going to continue now with the Gemara Psochem. Huh? Oh, I say there. You're right. There. Sorry. You're right. You're right. No, no, you happen to be right. I know you don't want to, but you happen to be right. If you would want to be right, you probably wouldn't be right. No, no. There was comfort zone, fear zone, learning zone and success zone. Growth zone. There's the comfort zone. You don't want to get out of it because you're going into the fear zone, the unknown, which allows you to go into the learning zone, the growth zone. Which is churning the milk into butter, and then you get to success zone. Yeah. <coughs> Avada, but it's different. Yeah, but we, even within that, relic, so to speak. Uh, Avada.
1: What should I buy? A goat or
0: spider? What should I buy? A goat or spider? the committee. At Nishgezeik. It's not more for blood. At Nishgeval Zeigin. Moshe didn't want a nurse from an Egyptian milk because because of this. That's why Miriam brought his mother. Ah. <dollarughing> <taken> <laughs> you <discriminate> I'm going to Starbucks and I buy it. It's Reb Label, turn the milk into butter. i the milk the nosebleed the Vilna Gon and Mishle over there has a beautiful interpretation on the Pasuk he says that there's three reasons why people argue with other people and they uh, try to uh, convince them that they're right and the other person is wrong and that's what the pasuk is talking about. What are the three reasons? He says like this. Uh, I saw once. Uh, he says when somebody when somebody criticizes you or somebody he says somebody curses you or attacks you. We have this, uh, instinct that to get into an argument, you know, to start fighting back. So he says there's three reasons. One is, you want to basically re- reclaim, you want to reclaim your dignity. You want to show that, uh, you know, you're feeling down and you want to, you want to come back up. You want to show the person, no, you're good and you're much better than him. Yeah. Number two is you want to prove him that he's that he's a liar. You want to <laughs> you want to prove that he you know that he lied, and number three you want him to stop. So he says that's where people get into fights and arguments. So he says the first one who wants to show that he's better than the other person, he says you're barking up the wrong tree. He says look how they make uh, milk from butter. The Vilna Gaon says the first thing is you always have to cover the keli with the milk when you make butter. You can't keep it open. If you keep it open, it's not going to happen. So he says keep yourself covered. <laughs> That's the first thing. Mitzchol of the chalov has to be covered. Nobody has to know everything about you. You could you could be c- c- discreet. So the second thing is when you uh, when you try to clean your nose too much, it starts bleeding and it gets even more bloody. So he said, whenever you try to clean yourself and show other people, show this guy how clean you are, <laughs> so I'm cleaning my nose, it sometimes gets bloodier. And uh, and the third thing is, you want to shut the person up, so that's what he says, uh, it creates often more quarrels. Okay, that's how the Vilna Gaon interprets it, but there's different interpretations. The sheriff is the Ugifon, the sheriff. Ktusha? No. The third class of Ktusha is so, it's myrrh in the xav. In the in the, in the shim, it's myrrh Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why the milk. i the of milk. Ah? Lock win, ma, an nicht kann man nicht gefunden in der Putte. Man kann nicht gefunden in Smetana, aber man speit nicht aus. Alle anderen Haschbos. Ja, ja, ja. Der Baditsche wird gesagt, mit der alle gegessen von ein Schissel und der Litwack hat sie gekauft, die Smetana. Chemische Teile. And the teufels <laughs> sein, smitten in that man, you spy the milk. They are not going to eat the milk. And this is not going to nicht a good thing. It is not going to be the milk. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.